Ladies and gentlemen, for the 94th time, oh shit, it's the Mason and Friends show. I didn't realize I had picked... 94? 94. I didn't realize I'd picked a song with words, but... That's, that you know... Oh well. That's going to put a damper on the whole... Uh, Guessing? No. We're going to do some, we're gonna have to do some rearranging then. What you mean? Well, if it's 94... Nope. What the hell is he talking about? Yep. What day if this 100 is, will fall on? If this is the ah. 94, Lop Inc. will be here on Thursday. Yeah, Next Thursday. We do three tonight. And that'll be we Thursday. don't get three tonight. It's already 8 o'clock. Probably get two in the night. Well, I mean, we could do them a little shorter. Two get more in three. In. Well, hell, well, let's just do two. We'll do two. Then Lop should be here for the 100th because it won't be this. Well. No, it, be, we're not it will be this Thursday. Well, look, we'll do Sunday and Monday, and then Lop will be in on the hunting. How that sound? Special. What you think about that? Well, he's only going to be around for one fucking episode. Cause he, well, he better be around for the 100th then. I hope you listening, Mike. Big Mike. Mike, you better turn this shit on, you motherfucker. You better tune in, man. Ladies and gentlemen, free form podcasting here in Wharton, Virginia. You know what? We broke format. Mm. Featuring... Did you unit? You did. You did. As well as Big Steve. What it is, what it was, and what it shall be. Man, I had a great idea the other day, but I didn't write it down. Well, no shit, so you can't. I my phone on mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but it had something to do with starting to show off, jumping into immediate NPR. I believe on your anger issue, Steve. I think oh, is, is where I was, was going with. I think an I NPR for Steve's right anger. Right off the gate, just play the music, introduce everybody, and then straight into NPR with Steve's aggression. I think is what my idea was. Do the yellow in NPR? Because yeah, I feel like if we're talking about my anger issues, it's probably going to be some yelling. I yell. Yelling's allowed on NPR. It's mm. not. It's not a big deal. Okay. Uh, the conversation just on during NPR typically leans in a more serious manner mm-hmm. than what we typically deal with here at the Mason and Friends show. But, I mean, you know, W. Mason's around, NPR's around. There's all kinds of options for expression here at the Mason and Friends show. I, you know, I wouldn't mind diving in because it sounds free. And uh, Oh, you want to, you want to, so we want to do some anger, anger management. management costs money. Psychology. NPR is free all day. NPR is definitely free because I am a purely board certified amateur psychoanalyst. What? I'm well, a give professional. me time to do work anyways. I'm a pure amateur professional. A pure amateur professional? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something that I could dig. Well, I've, I've helped people for a long time, but, you know, preface, you know, I've lost people. a bartender is. I've lost people. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I have. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost a couple that's, patients. That's, I've lost some patients, yeah. <laughs> they didn't make it. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. But, uh, you know, I don't really... I don't really feel bad about it because it's not like they're paying me four hundred fifty an hour. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I had scammed them out of forty five hundred dollars, forty five thousand over a couple of years, like, and then they went and killed themselves, yeah, I might feel a little worse about yeah, it. But I uh, see that. you know, you show up, you have a glass of wine, you complain about it, and then you have a conversation with me for an hour and a half, and you do that every six months. So it's not going to help. Would, <laughs> would um, two days speak it from experience. <laughs> Two days in a drunk tank um, serve as have you ever been detained, held in, or served time in any jail, prison, or firm, industrial school, or juvenile facility or institution under the jurisdiction of any city, county, state, federal, foreign country? Would that be a yes or no? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, would, I would go with yes. I guess you go so. Yes. It says detained. The cops pulling you over and putting you in handcuffs, detaining you. Well, I was never in handcuffs. 
He was never in handcuffs. No, but they time. wouldn't let you go till you were sober. But did they no, charge you? No, no. That's when I got hit with the reckless. He thought I was drunk, so he hit me with the uh, sobriety test because he smelled alcohol. Thought he of was course. Drunk. How did he smell alcohol and you well, weren't it drunk? Either, it was either between me or JC. This was coming home from strip clubs. So we were oh, drinking yeah. all night. Yeah, that'll do so it. So he smelled alcohol between two of us. I probably got poured on me from stripper either way. But I passed all that. He locked JC up because he had a warrant, and I rolled out. Then I went to court. They said, my, my awesome lawyer was like, all right, so um, thanks for paying me all this money. You're going to have to go to jail two days, but you get to pick your days. At least yeah, you get to pick your days. Then yes to your question. Yeah, definitely yes. And I'm like, awesome. Well, it's also going to ask for the dates, so that'll probably be in your favor if it was only for well, two days. Well, then it says something. What? I don't know about that. It just says you just got the date, the year, and a month. I don't know if that's court date. If that's, I guess that's the offense date. Day I got pulled the incarceration over. Incarceration date. So that'd be the court date. No, the day you went to jail. I don't remember what day that was. Well. Give them, give them a rounds about. Yeah, give them a. Uh, well, I'm just gonna give them the time. I'm just gonna give them the date where where this shit happened. Date of offense. That's fucked up. I know exactly when I went to jail it was the 17th of August. It was more important to you, Steve. I got locked up from shit. Didn't have. I didn't have shit to do with it. It happens, I, man. I'd been arrested before for possession, and because of that, they wouldn't give me no bail. So I was there for a couple weeks. What, like you were some kind of flight risk? I know. Jesus. Bunch of bullshit. Well, let's go ahead and check all three. Where's this big motherfucker going to hide? <laughs> Hello, unemployment. Once again, you'd be like Scooby-Doo hiding behind a curtain with your tail sticking out and your feet underneath oh, that joint. Oh, you know? <laughs> Wagging like a bitch. I just can't seem to hide very well. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. That was in Spotsylvania. Where did, what county did you get busted in? Was it in Falk here? In Falk area. Mm-hmm. Little state boy. No, fuck Spotsylvania. That was a rough one. I wonder if I should put both of them now, though. Why not? Yeah, man. Full disclosure. Put as much as you can think of. <sighs> yeah, fuck, it's just unemployment. But I'm saying if you, if, you don't pull, if you don't put whatever in, then they're not going to hire you anyway. Already, no, if they it's, find it's, that it's shit. It's firing. It's not hiring. I already got the job. Oh, this is for them to fire you. <laughs> well, this is for so them not to fire me. You're filling out your death sentence. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, I mean, silver what are these paperwork over here? Yeah, it's pretty uh, much. I mean, silver lining, if you if you get fired, at least you ain't going to have to worry about paying this bitch you no know, $2,700 or whatever. Who you come up with that? As long as you don't have here. the income, then yeah. when they put you into their little worksheet, you're only going to owe as much as I would owe, which is next to nothing. <laughs> they they pull that worksheet up on the last W two or the last uh, the last <sighs> tax return, <laughs> not not on your paycheck. I misspoke. They pull your W two up. So they're going to be like, "Oh, you made eighty? Because I'm going to hit them with because if I do still be, become employed, like when I go to this when I go to this other job, I'm going to I'm going to loot. I'm going to take a pay cut." And they ain't gonna give a shit. Maintain. Even if I even if I brought it on my paychecks and was like, look here, I just I lost, you know, four hundred dollars a fucking week. How the hell how am I supposed to pay three hundred thousand dollars a month? You know, they're gonna be like, Well you did it you did it before. Sir, you have the capability of making that money and you have the capability of paying it. And I could be like, Well that bitch got the capability of getting a real job too. Oh, now are we man. not talking about her? Oh, I'm in content now. I'm yep. in content. Well, you might as well sit the fuck down, lawyer, because we're gonna make this real quick. <laughs> so so I'm I'm still in contempt for that shit. So how the fuck you figure, see? Wow. 
Yeah, the how the fuck you figure it. The F-bombs usually yeah, land F-bombs. you in contempt. Or what does it? Alright. Especially in fuck here. Fuck him. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Stop screaming. Well, did you see the Tyrese video? Tyrese crying like a bitch talking about, I'm giving you 13000 a month. How much more do you want? Don't take my baby. No, but I will YouTube that shit later. I'm about to YouTube that shit right now, man. Good Lord. Because this motherfucker is on one, dog. Like, they were showing it on something. Like, I saw it on something on... Somebody was talking about it. I don't even remember what the hell. But, uh... Yeah. He's He's... He's all about... Yeah, Tyree's crying video. Some, I mean, somebody recording him or he did... He did it to himself. He selfied himself. It's ridiculous. Listen to this. You know, compassion is being able to understand the seat and the reality that someone else is sitting. Still, he's doing it to himself. He, he breaks down here in a little while. Hold on, let me... F- <laughs> I just want my baby. And no one's listening because no one's in the courtroom. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not doing anything illegal, but I don't want nobody. Oh my God, am I doing something illegal by doing this video? Or is this, am I protected by the, the, the first right amendment or the amendment? Don't take my baby. I'm at $13,000 a month. What more do you want from me? <laughs> He's, He's, not being sh- serious. He- He's got to be joking. I thought oh, he must be applying for a job as an actor or some shit. Something. Like, he's all hurt, man. Oh, oh Is my he drunk God. He's on, he's on ecstasy or something, oh and they were like, we're going to take your baby. And he's like, no, you can't take my baby. Come find out. Tyrese ain't got no kids. I got all these millionaire friends. I got billionaire friends. I've been there for you. Why nobody's there for me? <laughs> he's got delivery, man. Tyrese's got some serious oh, delivery. Oh. oh, this is terrible, man. That is, that is not... Uh. That's why you know what internet is right. forever. It's a devil. I'm like that's what you, I gotta do, baby. You lost your street cred because that one. <laughs> he's got his ghetto card pulled. Just got revoked. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Every man out there oh. presented facts like me. Okay. Every, I mean, there's your spokes smile, Jew. Yup. I thought of you, Jew, when yeah. I heard Tyrese. Yeah, revelation. I mean, a revelation. And that's saying a lot okay, about how I feel about my own daughter. <laughs> he just said because he not, hates his mother. He's not saying he hates his daughter. It's about woman versus man. <sighs> if that's the theme, that's going to be something that you come with. That's not what I, I don't hate you, Norma. I don't know why you hate me, but I don't hate you. <laughs> but you just can't wake up on September 11th and just decide... To accuse me of doing something that I didn't do, oh. and I haven't been able to say anything. I don't know what he's doing, man. This guy's lost his fucking mind. I hate to do that to you, ladies Cocaine's and gentlemen. For drugs. But I had so to. today I was trying to fill this paperwork out, and I was trying to be all fucking smart and write Caucasian instead of white. Couldn't until I got to the second C in, I'm like, how in the fuck? That is not how you fucking spell that word. And I'm in pen. You're so illiterate. Like, fuck yeah, but it was right. I'm like, that can't be how you spell it. So I found somebody smart. I found like three other people. I'm like, how you spell Caucasian? They looked at me like, what? I asked what dude. I'm like, what's up, cuz? He's like, what's up? I'm like, come here. Come over. And he's like, I said, how you spell Caucasian? He shook his head, started walking away. I'm like, no, motherfuckers. That's a real question. 
Look at, look at, look at, look at, man. Here's the thing. You got a phone, right? You know what you do with your phone? You bring it up. You hit the little microphone button next to the, the thing, and you say, Caucasian. And it'll spell that shit out, and you can look right at it. I do it all the time. Yeah. All the time. That'd be awesome, but I can't have my phone 50 feet in the, near the building. Oh, well, then be 50 you, feet away from the building. Fuck. Yeah, well. So I gotta go outside, scream on my phone, Caucasian! No, and you should have. <laughs> and then go back in the building. <laughs> you should have wrote it out phonetically C O C K Asian. Is it C O? C A. C A U. C O C K Asian. C O C K. Caucasian. I'm a Caucasian. I'm Caucasian. Jesus Yeah, I'm writing that down. It don't feel bad. Americans don't know how to spell shit. I saw a thing on the internet. That's why I try to encourage you to read. That's why those words, man. That's why I encourage you to read, Jew, because it's not if you just fucking read a book. No. This is, you know what this is? This is the result. This is the zeitgeist shit. This is the result yep. of a poor public education system. Uneducated society, you, word you have fallen like into their trap. That's right. The uneducated society is a conquered society because we're divided and understand nothing. That's right. Um, I got to get my car cleaned up, too. I saw a thing on the internet where they were asking people, can you name the five oceans? And Oh, wow. So the Indian Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, <sighs> gets tough after that. There's Arctic? the Arctic Ocean, I believe. Arctic Ocean. And they say the Southern Ocean. Now, I always thought there was four oceans. When they had said five, I was like, that's the trick. They're trying to fuck with you. But they said that the Southern Ocean, which is the ocean for Antarctica, I guess, which is all the way around Antarctica. I don't know. I didn't. Anyways, <laughs> I bet nobody I could get past Atlantic and Pacific. So it wasn't like I had to feel too bad. But then they switched it up to, can you name the seven continents? And oh my two God. out of the 30 people, people are retarded. got close. So there's like Europe and Asia. Mm-hmm. And then there's Africa, North America, South America, Antarctica. And what is it? Does Australia count as one? That's the last one. There you go. Down under. Yeah, buddy. People couldn't get it done. I was, I was like, dude, somebody's going to get this. This dude's definitely going to Nope. And that's that sans Google, bitches. Yeah. I do that shit off the top of my right head. off the top of my head. I was like, ask somebody that isn't in, well, at the beach. But then they ask questions <laughs> like, what? I don't bet we could do it to the Jew. Jew, who's the president right now? Actually, not a lot of people Man, know that one right now. But fuck him, because... I had I got some back problems right now, okay? I I don't give a fuck about the presence, okay? Any of money motherfuckers. See, I never fucking give a fuck. I but can't this even answer a goddamn one this simple mother- question. Trump. This motherfucker. Hey, this down. motherfucker fucked me up. He went he did me wrong. I I'm not a Trump fan. I never was, but I'm really un Trump fan now. Cause this motherfucker don't took off back page, man. He don't fucking seized. Back page, man. Oh, I was yeah, gonna get me one of them full body massages this weekend. Was you? And this <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker don't pull the plug on me, man. I pulled that bitch up. Yeah, I got all hyped up. I can't. started deleting all kinds of numbers off my phone, all kinds of fucked up shit. Cause I'm like, well, they're gonna be knocking on my door here in a minute. Like, well, you know, all of the uh, personals ads on on uh, Craigslist are gone too, man. Because oh, of that, they took Craigslist all. Oh, Craigslist personal Trump, ads are all gone, man. Motherfucker, Trump, man. I mean, it was a problem though. I mean, I it's not. Whole, you do they, understand the problem with Backpage, right? But here's the thing. like The hoes are hoeing themselves. They're not getting pimped. No, no, no. But that's, it's still against the law. Until I'm president and legalize prostitution, <laughs> yes. that's still against the law. Still they would be law. able to pimp themselves, but they would still have to pay taxation on it. And if they didn't, I'd fucking arrest them. Mm-hmm. So that's just the only, that's the only reason why it ain't because they can't pay... Because they can't fucking, fucking, yeah, it's what the same way Moonshine, man. Like, you can... 
you can make alcohol and pay tax on it while you sell it, and it's legal. But if you don't pay that tax, you're then breaking the law. That's how all illegal organized crime works, and that's what makes, when they arrested Al Capone, that's why it was so fucking asinine and retarded. It was like, okay, well, we're going to... We're going to sue you for not paying income tax. We're going to arrest you for not paying income tax on illegally acquired income that if you actually admitted to it being your income, we could then arrest you for making illegal money. I mean, what? Yep. See, I like I like an even playing field at least, right? Like I support criminal rights. <laughs> murderers. Not, not necessarily murderers. not necessarily murderers, but like, you know, I look at OJ, right? And I say, that's a murdering motherfucker. And I don't care that he killed, like, a couple of white people and he's a black person. That's the most retarded shit to give a fuck about. Certainly. I commend him in the sense for having enough money and wherewithal to have a legal team that actually got him off. Because everyone deserves defense. That's, that's like, the system. That's how the system works. So, like, I commend him in a sense for making a, a, a wise move fiscally and legally with his legal team. I don't commend him for, you know... Cutting a couple of people's heads off for no fucking reason and being a raging piece of shit, you know. Today's twelve. Yes, today is the twelve. Yes. Well, day one killing nobody in uh, naked gun, naked gun air. Yeah, that's actually exactly when he killed somebody. Like mm-hmm. naked gun thirty three and a third. It was probably less than a year later when he killed Nicole and. Uh... Later. Jesus well, Christ. which third? Which thirty three? Thirty three and third. Is that the final insult? North. Yeah, that is the final insult. Were they all? Were they were all thirty? There was they naked gun. There was naked gun two and a half. Naked gun thirty three and a third. <laughs> Which is the one with the body count of it? <laughs> that was the first one. Fucking <laughs> movie is stupid. That as movie shit, is man. pretty awesome. They practice safe sex, so they use complete body condoms. <laughs> God oh, damn it! That movie though, I don't. I've never before or since been significantly attracted to Priscilla Presley, but motherfucker, I'd knock the shit out of her in those movies. Is man. that his old lady? That's the that's the that's the hottie with her. She was the one that married uh, Elvis when she was like twelve or fourteen or something like that. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Because Elvis I convinced her parents. Remembering what she looks like. She's attractive in that movie. She looks real bad these days. Like she didn't age well, and as we all know, if you listen to the show, you know I like older women. <laughs> so. When I say Priscilla Presley is not that attractive, you know I'm telling the truth. Certainly. But in Naked Gun, mm. Naked Gun two and a half, and Naked Gun thirty three and a third, whew, she definitely could have got it. And I imagine prior to that, she probably was pretty hot at a younger age. Yeah, I imagine saying fucking no ugly bitches. I need to wind out. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis is the fucking king. attractive underage yes. girls. Apparently, that's, that's, that's what it does. fucking crazy. When you're the king. But did you know? King, I guess. Did you know though that it's legal in all fifty states to marry someone? Of pretty much, I think any age. I'm not really sure. Like, there's no like age requirement for marriage. What? Like, I can't have sex with a like a 14 year old, but I can marry one and then have sex with her. That's fucking insane. That's is that right? I saw something on the God. I think it was on Bill Maher or some shit. I don't even know. It was something fairly recently That's where insane. the the host was going. You know, you would think <laughs> that this wouldn't be illegal, but it is. And I was like, of course. I'm not exactly vetting my source very well right now. Mm. I haven't looked deeply into this because sounds unbelievable. It's not something that I'm terribly interested in pursuing. But uh, I think I mean it's insane to me that there's an age of con- consent under 18. <laughs> How does that make sense? Well, it's 16 in a lot of places. Yeah, I know. It's 16 in a lot of places. That doesn't make a lot of sense if you can 
Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, are you trying to marry off women and have them become breeding you know, like at an early age? Then probably getting married at 16 is a great idea because women are quite fertile. Like, what is it, 16 and like say 25, where they're like real fertile? I, I don't know. I know women are in their sexual prime in their 40s, which is part of why I'm into older women. But <laughs> I know that you know. Back in the day when I was able to conceive children and was desperately trying to not conceive children, um, <laughs> I was aware that, you know, the older the woman, the less likely it was that I could knock her up, not necessarily leading me to be wildly unprotected. But that ain't the point. Ladies and gentlemen. It's not true. I'm going to slow things down here a little bit. I'm going to drop off in a little side side bit here at the Mason and Friends show. A little, little something we like to call. MPR. Now, uh, I'm your host, Liberal Mason. <laughs> and, um, as Liberal Mason, I like to delve into questions about whatever. I amateur, I'm a dabbling amateur psychoanalyst. And if you, in case you heard earlier in the show, our buddy Big Steve, he's, um, <laughs> excuse me? Is it harder? Oh, hey, yeah, hey, Big Steve, how do you know? So, uh, our buddy Big Steve here has a bit of an anger issue. He gets a little mad sometimes, and, um... Definitely. Uh, Liberal Mason here is gonna try to dig into the, the who's, what's, when's, where's, and why's, and maybe come up with a little bit of a, a soothing program to help our buddy Big Steve here not be so angry. Mm. Now, uh... Oh, but thank you. I'm sure I'll need it. Um, I suppose I'd like to start out by reminding our listeners that NPR is brought to you by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Fuck yeah! It's a building! As well as viewers like you. Hey, did you get my worldwide Snapchat earlier? <laughs> I did. I did get that. Did you get my snap about I actually picked up Grand Theft Auto Five so we can play it online PS3 style? Together. Is that, is that what? what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, I didn't know. I'm like, is this a baseball card? You, you, what the fuck you is threw me, this you threw, me to, you threw me to 20, and I went over to the GameStop here in town <laughs> and bought Grand Theft Auto used I, in, a, in a metal case for $21. Well, so you owe me a dollar. Well, but, uh, <laughs> don't just, worry. I covered it. I got it under control. No worries. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, he don't work. let me get back to NPR here with Liberal Mason. <laughs> I'll argue with the Jew about video games later. I owe him a dollar. Well, it's nice that you admit that you owe me a dollar, but I mean, I'm finding out about this. You know? <laughs> nah, no, no, like I solving a problem, like admitting I, you have one. Like I said, I'm not worried about the dollar. Oh, thanks, dog. But I know that you were bitching last night about getting your ass kicked by people oh, on Grand Theft, and I was like, "Fucker, man, I was, I wanted to go to his house and fuck his mom so goddamn bad last night. <laughs> that simple motherfucker had me right. so fucking irate. Anyway, and illiterate anyway. fuck. Carry on. Quit, quit derailing me off of NPR. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, NPR brought to you by viewers like you and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We'd like to delve into our questioning of Big Steve and Big Steve's anger. Big Steve, I suppose point blank, straight up, right out of the gate, um, what is it that makes you so mad? Why are you so mad? This is kind of like that Biggie Smalls record with the big, the angry, the <laughs> what mad are rapper. So mad what are you so mad about? I'm going to tell you what I'm so mad about. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? you be asking me ask questions. Me questions. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a combination of a lot of little things. Uh, a friend of mine was asking me, and I thought that I was putting it um, together pretty well when I said, 
I have a, a serious problem with fair and unfair. And because I have always equated fair to right and unfair to wrong. And there's just a lot of unfair shit that goes on in my world. And people are like, oh, you need anger management because you're, you're getting too upset about it. And I was like, well, it sounds like you want me to get the fuck over what I'm, my problem is. And I don't think it's fair <clears throat> for you to expect me to get over that problem. And my buddy told me that I, that was an immature <laughs> and asinine, childish way to go about my life. And I was like, you do know that I have an anger problem, right? You just call me immature and fucking childish and asinine to my face. Now, uh, as the host of the Mason and French show, I believe we all know that there's always a possibility I might say something along those lines, too. Yep. However... This is, this, is, <laughs> this is in the, uh, the hopes of getting us to an end here. So you say whatever you're complaining about, which is apparently perhaps a job-related thing that you'd rather not sure. get into the fine-tuned sure. details of here on the Mason and French show, and I respect that. Um, I would, at the same time, not perhaps echo your friend's sentiment, but perhaps have a similar stance of if it's something that you can't truly affect then perhaps you need to not let it bug you so much. Now, with that said, if it is something that you can affect, if there's something that you can do, go talk to someone about it that's higher up, a boss, mm-hmm. I would suggest doing everything in your power in order to try to remedy such a situation. That way, you will know deep down you at least did something to try to fix it, which will then perhaps sort of ease the anger that you have in this specific situation. Certainly. Now, that's perhaps what the most recent spell of anger would be related to, but mm-hmm. there's most certainly a deeper cause, which is perhaps more fine-tuned details that we don't want to let fly out across the Mason and Frank's I mean, airwaves. I don't have a problem just saying that it's such a combination of things that it would be too many to talk about here on an hour-long show, <laughs> but more recently than anything is that I'm under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure from getting ready to become a, a father for mm-hmm. the first time and being the breadwinner for the first time in my relationship and bringing <laughs> just bills are piling up and mm. to sit I mean I know my man Drew over here understands that sitting in traffic all day will grind on you <laughs> grind on you and I've, I find myself being unable to control where my temper takes me and mm. I recognize that I have a problem. First step to solving the problem is the minute you have one, I recognize that it's not the right way. Exactly. It's not the right way to go about screaming, hooting, and hollering. And I, I find myself out of control. And nothing that I do can stop me from getting out of control. So now I have to seek professional help, which is embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing. I don't... I don't know if I would say you truly need professional help because I think that most people that need professional help uh, are like me. I need professional help. Or you need double professional. See, help. man, that's you, amazing. You have an anger problem. <laughs> Jew has a problem. Yeah, yeah there you and go. Anger is part of his problem. <laughs> it's just a little. You, you know, that's a good point. So, with you, Steve, oh. I, I totally believe noted. that uh, you're conscientious of what's going on in your world. Fucker is a genius. You're conscientious of what it is primarily that's making you angry, even though there's six of them. Those those six things are grinding at you and recognizing those things and then trying to uh, do something about them 
is a good thing. Like we recommended to the Jew the other day, uh, maybe he should listen to a book on tape while he's driving. If you're having a hard time driving, maybe you need to just check out, do something similar. Get a mm-hmm. book on tape or something, listen to some Richard Pryor, some George Carlin, something. And just, just forget it. Like, no, you know, like there's an acceptance factor, right? Like I'm in a much better place right now because I have accepted that I live in my parents' basement. And at some point in another few years, I might be in a decent position to not live in my parents' basement. But thanks to my recent injury and surgery, you know, I'm in my situation. I could be mad or I could be happy, but my situation is my situation. So I'm making an attempt to be happy. And I think there's a lot to that in in life is like making a conscientious decision like I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like look at your bright side, don't look at the dark side necessarily, you know what I mean? Or figure out a way to sort of block out the dark side. Like your drive, driving in Northern Virginia is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> like I fully fully agree that or or feel that that's probably at least 50% of your problem mm. is that you have to drive so much. So like I f- I feel like you know if you make an effort to do something to distract you from how much driving sucks and just sort of ease back into it and go, okay, whatever. I'm going to get there, but I'm going to enjoy this this Howard Stern show or I'm going to enjoy this <laughs> this whatever. But you need I mean, I do. you need I, something I that's you need something that's fun in your life listening to while you're in the car. I definitely think that what Puts me into. I see him. <laughs> I see you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jew unit is moving his microphone so we can sit at a different spot on a couch. I got it. I seats. didn't hear a single crackle though. That was amazing. That was what you need. Beautifully moved. It's a new G unit CD. I tell you what. <laughs> put me on. Um, no, it's just that <laughs> I get what, what sends me right because I I do a lot of construction in the road and uh, it's a lot of safety about you know. Wear your vest and wear your hard hat and wear your, you know, make sure every truck has a light flashing on it. So are you the supervisor? Like, it's your responsibility inspector. to make sure that all, oh, I see, you're the inspector. So mm-hmm. you're the one going around, like, yelling at the people that aren't wearing well, jackets. Yeah, exactly. aren't wearing and helmets. I don't yell at nobody except for the people that piss me off. <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't yell at anybody except yourself and your car. Oh, my God. And the few people around that you in the car. When that happened, I was for certain that I was going to get reprimanded. I've been waiting. Well, you didn't make it on YouTube. I've, no, I tell you what, I've been looking at YouTube too. I've been, <laughs> I've been every trying combination to f- of words I could put together. Big guy screaming, big guy screaming at fat guy, fat guy getting yelled at by big guy. Fucking <laughs> all of this in Maryfield, yeah. like all the things that. Yeah. I could- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, you gotta like. <clears throat> I I feel like. Uh, you you know you do have a lot of stress then with those sorts of things going on in the world so. You have to do everything you can when you're not in that situation to ease the pressure of that situation since you can't right now change that situation. Perhaps in the long haul you need to consider whatever other career path that you may be able that's to delve exactly into. What it is because that's the other thing that I have to think about is that I'm in the road every day and today was a pretty scary time. So I don't like to talk about it too much, but Motherfucker came over the line. I'm on 395, uh, just doing whatever I was doing, and I'm on the side of the road now. I usually walk behind the guardrail. Make it a point. Always be behind the guardrail. It's dangerous to be outside the other side of the guardrail. It's interstate. You have to respect Damn right. that stuff. But I'm on an exit ramp, and the slope beyond the guardrail is too steep to walk, you know, because it's coming right down to the guardrail. 
So I'm on the inside, of the, I'm on the outside of the guardrail. I'm in the shoulder, but I mean, it's a 10 foot shoulder. I'm like, I should be safe here. And this motherfucker came within a foot of me today, well into the line. And I'm like, I got I have things to lose. I have things to live for. And it, just seeing that big truck fucking come by me, I was like, oh. It took, me, it took my breath away. And at first I was calm about it, but the second that he moved all the way past me, the things that I started to scream at this motherfucker, and this is right at a light at the end of a ramp off 395, and there's just a line of cars watching <clears throat> me. They don't know what just happened. Yeah, yeah, but, but just take into consideration for a moment. Like, you have a valid reason for being upset there. Mm-hmm. Like, you almost got killed. You mm-hmm. have a child on the way. Like, you've got a lot of shit to live for and be concerned about on a grander scheme than a simple, hey, you almost killed me shit. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's there's a difference, I think, than being angry just, just because you're angry or being depressed just because you're depressed. Like, if you had a chemical imbalance that made you mad all the time... You know, like if you were so angry, we didn't watch you on the show because you were just a raging dick all the time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that—that'd be one thing. Like, like when I was depressed and having a rough time of life the last couple of years, there was some validity to it. I had a piece of plastic in my body that was like killing me. So, you know, you have a similar uh, application in your life that that there's validity to your stress and your anger. In a lot, like I'm not just hearing stories like the Jew, like oh this motherfucker looked at me slant-eyed while we were driving down the road, so I decided to fucking scream at him for the next 16 miles. Like that shit happens. Like you don't need anger management. Like the Jew needs anger management. You need a better career and less stress and a, a more safe environment to work in. Well, I think, and this is, and I might be completely wrong, but when I when I think in anger management, I think about they're going to teach me ways to deal with my anger positively. It's negative energy that I have, and there's nothing wrong with emotions, but you need to be able to channel that energy in a different way than what I've been doing it. So they're going to say things like workout. I don't know if you've noticed my physique, but I'm a big fat guy, and (laughs) I fucking hate working out. It's going to make me miserable. Thinking about how miserable I'm going to be makes me mad. Then it's like, what else are you going to do? You know... I don't want to get over the things I'm mad about because they're pissing me off for a reason. I don't get pissed off for no no reason, you know? I mean, when I start to get pissed off and I can't control myself, that's what I need. That's what I'm trying to manage, that part. I don't want to forget. I don't want to not be upset over things that I should be getting upset over, you know? I mean, for, for, for instance, I don't... No, that's not. That's not a good one. I shouldn't. I don't, I'm gonna get. See, I'm gonna get all pissed off. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Relax. Know myself enough. Relax, to not man. Let myself get pissed off. <clears throat> like you, you know, you're among friends. You know, everyone here at the Mason and Friends show. All of our listeners, we're all friends. We I'm love super each other. Homies. Super homies. Here. The, the super homies. Super homies. Anybody that's listened to this show more than three times has got some sort of affinity for us. Like they love us they in, in one way or they another. Must. Even if they love to hate us, and we love you too. So. I'm sorry to that fat guy that I screamed at. You're stupid, but you didn't deserve to. Fear for your life. He deserved a bit of it. Steve, he <laughs> Steve deserved. Do here's, not take that shit. Here's back. the thing. He stepped out of his car and came at first, you. First, I came he second. He started it. 
He's the first one that did that. So, like, there was validity for you to step Certainly. out on some. Because you don't know if he's coming at you with a fucking samurai sword or a fucking gun or what. Or whatever. So, like, you have to assert yourself as, like, if you go, like, you, you came at him like Peebles and Shaft, and that's the way it has to be done sometimes. <laughs> like, you better kill me, motherfucker. You better kill me. You better kill me because I'm so riled up and so live, I'm stabbing myself right now. You better fucking yeah. kill me. But I'm, I, just, I don't like being a spectacle. I, I've never enjoyed it. I'm 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 a spectacle enough just walking down the fucking street, uh, being this big, and I hate. You're too conscientious of yourself. I do. I don't. You're too self-conscious, man. I don't like to impede on anybody or anything. And then when I get I get provoked into a situation, and I'm out of my car. And you're absolutely right that I was warrant. You know, everything I did was warranted. But I still like to think of myself as somebody can control myself to not. <clears throat> You know. Well, you 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 have because you haven't fucking beat someone to a bloody pulp in the street and gotten yourself locked up. That's a close call. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but this is this is what times like this here at the Mason and Friends show are about. My psycho, my uh, amateur psychoanalytical professionalism is uh, here to help. You know, like we're here to talk these things out, help you, help you ease your way through life. You know I appreciate this. I do feel better. <laughs> I fucking love you, dude. You're the shit, Steve. Amateur professionals will help you out, y'all. I love this shit. I feel better. I do. Well, that's good, man. That's what we're here for. Like, this isn't roll up the the friends of Mason show. This isn't like, hey, let's find ways to sabotage people's lives. Like, I didn't tell anybody to do anything bad to happen to them. I try to tell people to do the good things that'll happen to them, you know. But at the same time, I support you even if you do the bad things. You know. I think, I think you're right, though. I just A, a new career is probably going to be on the horizon for your boy. Um, this is just, It's just more money I've ever made in my entire life, and i got so many bills, I can't just be... I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do right now. Well, you got to be judicious with the way you find another career. You have mm-hmm. to be conscientious of, like, the amount of money you're making, what you need to make. That's right. You know, but that's, you know, you just got to take, like, it, you know, some time out and plan. You got to give it some real thought because, obviously, your current career isn't going to work for another 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have two in you. Yeah. Before you are going to lose it. And, you know, I did that. I'm speaking from experience. I was ready to lose my <laughs> shit working in restaurants for a long time. And if I had quit when I should have, I would never have got injured. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know where I'd be right now. I, don't, I might not be here doing this show with you lovely folks. What happened, happened. I agree. I just, I, I should be, it occurs to me, I'm like, I should be excited about being a, a dad. You know, and I, I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of stress that comes around with, you know, parenthood and whatnot, but they're supposed to be joy, you know? I well, love what them two go through. I think that it comes when you actually have the kid. Yeah, I think that's yeah. when the joy comes. I think that what you're, you're dealing with right now is the hardest time is that, okay, pregnant chick, don't have any other kids, you know, just a job. You and know, you just stress and, the whole time and you wait. don't think you're ready. I think, I mean. And you're scared that you're not going to be ready. You think you're gonna fuck it up? But here's the thing: nobody's ready to have a kid. There's, it's, you, you know, you just do it. You just do it when a kid comes out. You just do it. It is, it is what it is. Like you, you learn. That's when you learn. Right. You figure these things out. You can only, you can only take but so many classes and shit. I mean, I did it at 19. I know you got it at however fuck you 36. Yeah. Uh, it's scary though. At what? It's scary. 36. He's like, twice your age. Yeah, you got that. That you clip that. that I sent you. Um, 
the three minute one. Yeah, the three with minute Jeff one. Daniels when talking said, about. Yeah, when he said that America's number one in infant mortality or something like that, I got thinking. I'm like, with all the idiots. That's right. Have babies, not just America. I'm not saying just America. All the idiots that have babies, there's got to be babies that fucking just die for no mm-hmm. good reason, man. No. I and I don't Neglect. believe for a second that it's, that's something that is going to happen with me and my child. I'm like, I'm very you're attentive, responsible, but the I will stats, love my child. But that's scary. The stats add up, right? Like because America has like we've like in the clip you're referring to, he talks about like we're number one in. Uh, <laughs> Infant mortality, children, I'm sorry, uh, infant mortality, people imprisoned, and people that believe in God. Yep. Right? Or he says something more condescending, like imaginary yep. friend that lives in the sky or something like he that. Said. You know, uh, but everything else, we're in horrible. Like, we're, we're terrible Don't education, we're terrible in physics, we're terrible in uh, safety, highway safety, like all kinds of shit. All of that shit. You know, and uh, I personally think that that's something that we. As a nation, have done to ourselves. Certainly, but that doesn't mean that when I'm thinking about me being with a child, I'm like I'm tall. If I have this kid in my hands and I drop a baby, that's a death drop mm-hmm. from six oh, yeah. foot up in the air, man. No doubt, dude. dude. There's a reason I don't hold babies. Like I held babies, so now I'm talking about my baby. That means I'm going to be around it so much. You go, you go hold <laughs> I've your never baby. Never spent a lot of time around kids before. Yeah. I'm good with them, but I've never been around like infants for more than like a. You know, I've never yeah. lived with one. You've never had to wipe somebody else's ass. I've definitely wiped and changed diapers before. You know, that's so what I'm saying. I've Damn been around dog. like babies. You're ready then. You know, I don't know about You're that. You're as ready as you can Every be. Every day, though, the best thing about other people's kids is, is you can give them, hand oh, yeah. the motherfucking kids back. But look at isn't this part of isn't this part of like your whole thing though like you're in love of course I am. you're you're with it you, your your wife wants a kid we you've did. wanted a kid you want to do this whole thing it's you want to perpetuate your bloodline and all that sort of shit legacy and if that's really what you're about if you're Mister Legacy on this shit then like you should be gung ho you shouldn't just be like excited or not excited you should be like. This is the next step to the dynasty that is Big, <laughs> Big Steve. Steve. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm I mean, saying? I, I, that's, Big I, Steve time. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to have Big Baby. Yeah, I'm going to have Big Baby. He's going to play for Boston. Yeah, he ain't going to be no small mother. <laughs> he don't play for Boston no more, do he? Big Baby. <laughs> no, but you remember Big Baby Jesus was one of uh, Oh Dirty Bastards yes, names. that's a good one, too. I was thinking the basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, Big Baby Davis. That's the name. I couldn't remember yeah, yeah. his last name. He played for the Celtics when they won the championship. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, yeah. or almost won the championship. Big Baby Davis. <laughs> but anyway, like... <laughs> but this is this is the sort of thing, though, that most people that I know, I don't think have. Like, we've got a regularly happening group of friends commiserating together and having conversations about life. This is not something that... Your average American who's our age, who's got kids and is doing that whole thing, has in their life. They don't have that outlet, the ability to sit down and discuss their basic problems and how they feel about shit with other people who feel their pain and are going to make them laugh about it and not just be like, ha ha, your life sucks. You know. It's like a squad, man. We got a squad here. That's it. Word up. Word up. And I mean, I'm sure people do, maybe just not on a consistent basis like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the shit. But this is helpful for that sort of shit, so. I think this is like number 14, 14 more episodes. I'm gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, all over. I'm telling you, man, you gotta let your old lady listen to this episode, man. See, We're gonna get you no. through. You can be like, look at Boo. See this shit right here? Call in, Steve, man. We're talking uh, about you, you absolutely right. I will make an effort. 
Yeah, we want you to come around or at least talk. I was listening to the episode where you were telling me that I was like, Big Steve's going to be whispering. I guess like, okay, Big Steve. I'm like, (laughs) that's exactly what it's going to be. Except now I figured out that I'll just use headphones when I'm talking to you all. That way there's no noise coming up. Hell yeah. Whisper. But yeah. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. But you know. This is the way this is the way life works, and I think it worked more like this back in the day. And that what's lacking in American society Certainly. these days is like actual connection with actual people. Like, you know, I'm connected to a ton of people, and very few of them do I actually speak with. Like, very few of them do I actually look at and mm-hmm. get to recognize like a facial change. Like, if I say something and you react to it not verbally. Like if I see you say something, like I might, I might adjust what I'm saying. But if I'm just talking to you over the phone or via text or some shit, th- then like you lose the nuance. And the problem with the whole world today is nuance. There's no nuance. Everybody's so fucking cut and dry and black and white and simple and stupid. It's ridiculous. God damn it. Interject a little nuance into your life, ladies and gentlemen. Do some video messages. In. Have you, do you have Marco Polo? That's my shit. I don't have Marco Polo. Marco I don't know Polo what that is. Marco Polo is a video messaging app. Because I would much rather, you know, talk to somebody or at least see your face and see your facial expressions. If yeah. It's got to be over the phone, you know. Yeah. And it's not like a live thing. So It's like you, Snapchat. You just record something and yeah, send it to them. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, I like Snapchat like that, you know. Well, Marco Polo is more simple, less. I mean, it's got some filters you can put on there. But I don't play that shit. I just say something to a friend and send it to him. The end. I can't help myself. I'm fucking. I know that I shouldn't like Bitmoji as much as I do, but I love, <laughs> I love that shit. I do. And the fucking Snapchat. Cut this little tip of that thing on here. Bring that thing on over here. <laughs> Bring that thing on over here. Here, pass it on. Bring that thing on over here. Got a little tight down there towards the titty. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the way it goes. So, uh,. Yeah, I think uh, basically what we're all we're saying, Steve, is we're here for you, man. Always, baby. You know that, Steve. We appreciate appreciate that you've got some anger going, but love out there too. There's also, uh, I think, ample opportunity for you to like ease your your stress level and Mm -hmm. and decrease your your anger level. I certainly hope so, and I I believe in that. I don't think that you're truly in need of anger management. I don't think that any kind of Emotional management, learning, uh, like like, is bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you could, you could do yoga, and it would probably help you. You know what I mean? You could do yoga off of the YouTube. I like yoga. I do yoga sometimes. I do. And uh, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I like yoga. I don't do yoga, but I mean, I should work out in general and be healthy and do all the things that they're going to add. They're going to tell me some basic things that I should be doing that I you probably should be doing. Well, it sounds like you know what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like. Incredibly lazy, <laughs> unmotivated. Here's here's the ticket though, right? I got this. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called, but there was a somewhere on my YouTube account. <clears throat> I've got yoga stuff on there, and there's this female I found to be attractive. She might not be up your alley, but there's tons of females doing yoga routines Certainly. on uh, on YouTube. So what you do is you get your iPad out and you type in beginner yoga. And you find yourself a 10-minute beginner's yoga session with a chick that you think is attractive. 
telling you what to do. And you just do what she says. And you look at her and you do it, you know, and you move around. And like, like boner yoga. It can be, but like, it's <laughs> like what you do is you get into zone with her. And then after months, you feel like you really know her. And then you have a fantasy about her where she's like, you know, tied you up in some weird yoga positions around your dick. But I feel like our sexual that's, that's fantasy my fantasy. is so far separate. It's so vanilla. It's so vanilla over You're here. vanilla, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Like I'm it's fairly so vanilla. vanilla, too. I I'm would so just, happy with just like regular fucking... I would snuggle with her afterwards. There you go. I mean, I'm all about the I'd the have afterwards. some wild, crazy sex and then snuggle right afterwards. I'm not on the mountain. I'm not into destroying mountains, either. I just leave the mountain alone. I would fuck on the mountain, but I mean... <laughs> and chill with some birds afterwards. Yeah, no, I like, destroy the mountain. Yeah, I'm imagining burning bushes and fucking DMT sessions and this is wild. All sorts of crazy. Do you? <laughs> that's what you live that like dream. Fucking California wildfire. I'm looking for it. I probably. I'm probably gonna have to go west coast to find a chick that's gonna be into the kind of wild and crazy. Shit. Baby shit you talking about? Yeah, right. you want some of that Harry Potter shit? Yeah, you gotta go on. You ain't get that right here. You might get that dirt of Myrtle, maybe that's about all you're gonna get on this side. I don't of know if you get it Myrtle either. <coughs> Probably not that even not West nowadays. I could find some folks in New York City that be down with there's some weird ass. I, I, I um, think you probably could pull Midwest it fucking people that do that shit too. Oh yeah, you I'll get bet. like fucking what, what's like dead like a Montana fucker. He he'd do that shit all day. What else he doing? He I mean, he's looking for bitches, so I don't know. Yeah, if I'm not sure what he's talking Montana, about. Montana, but yeah. maybe like a Oklahoma. Same difference. Ain't doing nothing over there. Close enough to Missouri, but that you're not in Missouri. <laughs> what's what's wrong with Missouri? Oh, well, the NAACP says Missouri. I shouldn't go there. But, yeah, or Mississippi, yeah. or it's not a very friendly place. It's not. They're not friendly to anybody down there. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really making asshat jokes right now. <laughs> Is the NAACP <laughs> sent out like a Missouri? Warning. Like there's, yeah, there's like a, yeah, it's like a, warning. there's 49 states that the NAACP says it's okay for black folks to go to, and Missouri is not one of them. And no. I'm like, yeah, a, you know. Minorities in general, not just black folk. That was minorities in general. You should avoid but Missouri. I don't feel like that bodes well for me either. Like, I don't care that I'm white. Like, I'm not, you know. Wouldn't fit in with those I ain't white people. Regular cracker ass <laughs> cracker, you know. No. I, yeah, I shades. <laughs> I mean, I'm not shades worried about that. I just wouldn't find, try to find a woman there. <laughs> we were talking about trying to find some bitch nah, that was going to be on the mountain with you. Not well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Like, like you could you could go to Missouri and like help someone leave. Like, like you don't need to go to Russia for a mail order bride. You just got to go to Missouri and be like, hey, what's up? You want to move somewhere else? Oh yeah, you know that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll she'll, she'll have just an accent, but she speaks English. <sighs> Yeah, so have that Missouri so that's, that's right up your alley. That's right. Like I said, Speaks all I need is English speaking with a different accent. There you go. That's all I need. I don't care. Give me that that one thing in a woman. You said I can, Boston. I, was like, I don't think I could do Boston. I was in the army with a dude from Buffalo, <laughs> and that was wild enough. They do. They just don't know their cousin. Oh, Boston Buffalo. motherfuckers are ate up. They don't know their cousin. That's a northeast thing. Yeah, I like that though. I'm a little. I'm a little vulgar myself. That's what I need. A little Boston bitch. <laughs> That's what I need, man. Little bits. foul mouth yeah, fucking yeah. honorary fucker that she gotta slap around. How do you like man. them apples? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ladies and gentlemen, with that said, talk fucked up too. I think it's about time we end this episode of the Mason and Friends show. We've had a large session here at NPR today, and uh, 
that's how it goes. So just first, I'd like to shut down the NPR session, reminding you that uh, if you want to go to the Imperfect Patreon account, you could be a viewer like you as well. That's the letter M, Perfect Entertainment. A viewer like you as well. That's right, because the NPR is brought to you by viewers like you, as well as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> I love you, Bill. Alrighty. And that's it for the Mason and Friends show today as well. So thank you for listening. Tune in again. Holler at your boy. If you see Big Steve out and about, try not to piss him off. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck. Don't swerve at him. Don't swerve at him.